This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. back. Hi, and uh, welcome to Hatton Stew. Uh, last night's debate was uh, long, uh, agonizing, and I think a total mess, frankly. It was just a mess. You can't have 11 people on phones. 38 people, whatever it was. It, it, looked, like, it looked like there were 77 people up there on stage. And the, the airtime was broken out, obviously, uh, totally fairly. I come right down the line. I thought so. I, I didn't get the sense that any one candidate had any more time <laughs> right. than any other. That's candidate. really true. Is that? And no candidate got more questions about or directed to him than any other. Right. That's kind of how I. Uh, other than you know Donald Trump. Yeah. He pro- he did not have as many as some of the other candidates. He's no. Yeah. But he wasn't. A, he's not a longtime politician, <laughs> so you have to understand that he is just a guy. He's right. just a, uh, you know he's a celebrity. Sort of the underdog. And, but yeah. So he's not going to get um, as many questions. Thirty-two of the seventy questions were uh, directed about him in some way, to or about him. Yeah, that's almost half. Almost right, half so, the uh, so everyone else had more than half? No, or? they had less. Much, 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 much less. They actually came out with a graph. Uh, I don't know if we have this for, this for for on screen, but Trump had, obviously, by far the most time. Then Jeb Bush, Carly Fiorina, Ben Carson, uh, followed by Christie. So we're down to five now. Then finally, at number six, uh, Ted Cruz. I mean, it's really not that inconsistent with what the polls no, are showing. Though. It's so, about it's about what we've you know a little bit less for seeing. Carson than, than his poll showing. Yeah, a little bit more for Christie, but it's not it's not that far out of whack. They they seem to ignore. I mean, like Huckabee, and I'm not a Huckabee guy at all. There were times I forgot he was even on stage. I mean, he really Cruz too sometimes. Cruz yeah, too. Cruz, Cruz too. was gone. I counted in the beginning. Cruz was, was almost just an hour. gone. It was almost an hour. They they gave him one question, and then he was it was like he wasn't even in the room anymore. Until like an hour later, and then he finally came back on something. I, I don't remember what it was. Actually, w- when he got the chance, I thought Huckabee was pretty I so solid. I can't stand him, <laughs> but he was good last the only, night. The only thing he didn't do last night when he talked about, uh, he didn't uh, remind people that he cured diabetes. 
Yeah, he I mean, talked about diabetes. Yes, he did. He didn't bring up yes, the cure. He didn't, he didn't bring up Should've that he had cured it right. already. So. <laughs> You're right. From, according I, to his commercial, he, he did find the cure. That's a little disingenuous from Huckabee. When you know mm. you've already cured one of the four right? things you're talking right. about, to bring he's it trying up to say that he's going to get in office and then all of a sudden he's going to have this magical cure. Well, you're on record already curing it. <laughs> Thank you. So that's a little uh, that's a little. surprised nobody called him on that. Yeah. It's interesting. So anyway, uh, Huckabee was natural. He had facts. He's got... He was, he, he, this is his format. Yes, it is. This you is know format. whose format this isn't is Ted Cruz. And he, He's I mean, a national I, debate champion. I, although I love what yeah, he says. What, the way he is saying it is just not good. It doesn't come off good. Stiff. He's like stiff he and stilted and politician-y. And, he does have a little bit uh, of that in there. He's going into, a, I don't know, kind of a mode where, I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm going to speak really softly for a minute. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I can't put my yeah. finger on it. It's just weird. You it's know, not... one thing I noticed out of ever, all, all the candidates, 11 candidates on stage, he was, with the exception of one other short time from somebody else, the only candidate that looked the camera right in the eye as he spoke. Yeah, he, he yes. did that a lot. Uh, really interesting in that, like, I, sure, certainly that's a tactic he did intentionally. Um, but most of the time, I think Christie did it a little bit as well. But most mm -hmm. of the candidates talked right to the moderators. And yeah. so because of the setup and it being such a yeah. wide stage and not that big of a room, a lot of the candidates had weird side shots. Uh, you know, they weren't mm -hmm. like they didn't have that good connection with the camera that a lot of times you get in those things. Cruz was... I mean, he was locked in as he was speaking. Yeah, he was. And I don't know, like, <clears throat> he and was. I don't even say that as a compliment. In, in some ways, it, it, it adds to what you're talking about. He's mm. looking at the camera. He knows he's in the middle of a right. political speech. Everyone else is, like, conversational right. in comparison. It's weird to say, hey, you should, you should be uh, less precise with your speech. You should be uh, a little bit less... I don't know. He he feels Less like talking points and just speak from the heart. Because Fiorina pulls that off. She's very precise mm -hmm. with her speech, but she feels a little bit less talking more point hearty than yeah, more, uh, more from the Cruz. Heart. Cruz, though, I mean, he's so much smarter than everybody. He's I mean, there's a lot of smart people on that stage. I'm not going to. But he just has that. Mm -hmm. He has that level of just mastery of pretty much everything. When they were talking about the uh, John Roberts thing. Um, and who you supported is He's just rattling off judges that yeah. he would have chosen instead. In another room, there was uh, Judge Herfenerbler. Yeah, you're like, well, Judge Rock solid. Rock rib conservative. Rock ribbed conservative. Though, you kept yeah. Looking that. back now, that was a mistake. Well, okay, okay, but he didn't really make the mistake. Bush did. Because right. he, did he, he liked the other guy better. Bush nominates Roberts. Because so it would now be easier. Course, now, of course, you're going to support Roberts. Well, obviously. So, anyway, uh, interesting night. And I, I just, uh, I, I, all, all the guys I like are not doing well right now. And it's, it's really kind of disturbing to me. But Too long, um, too. I mean, I know they got 11 people. But, I'm, but the last yeah. 45 minutes or 50 <clears throat> minutes, enough. I was watching this thing with my son last night who was uh, interested. I mean, he likes politics to a certain extent. He follows it, sort of. Um, he, uh, but he had a, a uh, school project that he was going to get extra credit if he watched the whole thing. And so he was taking notes, notes on it and all that. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because he doesn't follow it as closely as obviously we do. And his first impression was 
hey, this Chris Christie guy is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, that's the same mistake we made in the beginning. Uh, same you <laughs> went a little farther than making a little mistake. Yes. You offered yes. uh, I to, think I offered to marry him. To marry at him. One point. I believe uh, make out yeah. with him yeah. uh, several times and maybe right. go all the way. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to mean, say that maybe. It was on the table. It was on, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was on the table. Uh, we created <laughs> film music. There was. We did. It was actual. And we called it, we called a segment Chris Christie because what he had to say was so delicious to us. And we thought he was an actual conservative. We found out later, not even close. So when you find out his policies and where he stands on issues, gun control, climate change, immigration, uh, you're like, okay, I don't want anything to do with you. But when you listen to him speak about other issues, he's fantastic. So Christie was great. Uh, Huckabee was really, really good. And... uh, Rubio was pretty good. I like Rubio. I mean, I, I like him. I like him in these. I look at that like you look at a. I want. Let's say I want to win the election. I. That's all I want to do is win the election. I'm not necessarily worried about purity as far as policy. Mm-hmm. If you had, and you could do this either way, Rubio Fiorina, that ticket either it's Fiorina Rubio or Rubio Fiorina is a ticket. Wow, you've got an outsider. You've got a female. Mm-hmm. You've got a Hispanic. Yep. You've got uh, you've got uh, he's certainly I don't know how old she is. Um, you know, he's certainly one of the youngest candidates in the field, though. Uh, you've got um, um, both of them are really smart, uh, very, um, I think, precise speakers in a positive way. Rubio is the best one out of the he, he just has that. He's a little he's very intense. You don't get a lot of like happiness out of Rubio necessarily. I know. But he's very he's got a tone of voice that's just really mm-hmm. he's able to say things that are intense but they come off as a little bit more warm somehow. Fiorina is just you know, she's just rock solid. She's really competent, really uh has a great handle on the facts. Mm-hmm. Um and those two together would be real tough to beat I think for anybody on the Democratic well, side. Well, she's 61 now. She's 61. So that's oh. not I mean Mm, yeah, but he, yeah, but yeah, he's certainly terrible. a lot younger than Hillary. But uh, you know, Rubio is obviously what in his forties. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it, well, I don't know. You look at the stage, and to me, Rubio p- appears like he's going to be the president. Like I, I just looking at it, he looks like the guy that's going to be the president to me. I, you know, I, I feel like he has that uh, that vibe. He's he isn't making the the circus splash noises like Jeb is, mm-hmm. like Trump is. Like, at some level, even cruises, like Fiorina even. He's just kind of hanging around. He's not falling apart like, uh, you know, some people have said Scott Walker is. He's just kind of hanging in that mid-range. And you feel like at some point, the establishment is going to say, well, we need to find somebody. It's not going to yeah. be Jeb. Who's that person in the middle? Is it Scott Walker? Is it Marco mm-hmm. Rubio? Is it Carly Fiorina? Which one can we pull out and be comfortable with? And at the same point, Tea Party type people will be saying, okay, Trump's not going to win. Uh, we can't get, you know, Rand Paul. Who's it going to be? Who's that guy in the middle? And you feel like that grouping there. Yeah. Um, I thought Scott Walker was, you know, certainly in there, although he's pulling He doesn't off pull off the TV good, though, I don't think. And there's something missing when he's on. I'm not sure what it is. Rubio I, pulls I that off better good. than Scott Walker. I thought Walker Scott Walker was. was okay. He was okay. Again, did, okay. Did anybody else have the impression that uh, Chris Christie was the only one on stage who'd been appointed U.S. attorney? I didn't get that sense. You didn't no. get that sense? Well, <laughs> I mean, because uh, he only said September it 39 10th? times. When, when did it happen? It, like it September 10th? Around okay. September of 2001-ish. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in that range, I, I, and and because he only said it thirty nine times, 
I think there were some people who might have missed it in southern Ethiopia. I will say this, though. But I'm not sure. And this goes back to the hug speech. Mm -hmm. The entire crowd up there, Donald Trump, maybe the most populous guy of all time, uh, is running as a Republican than I can ever remember. All these guys up there, nobody panders like Chris Christie. No doubt about that. They, take the camera off me. Turn it on the, the audience. This is about you. <laughs> this is yeah. about you. How yeah. dare you, Carly and Donald, argue about your resumes? No what about the people? Cares. What do you mean no one cares? <laughs> and then he talked about him being appointed attorney all, all 9, night long. 9,000 times. U.S. Like, attorney. I was, I'm the only one appointed oh. U.S. attorney. What do you mean that you, nobody then, cares about your career? What's the word that you Quit would... Quit mentioning it then. I mentioned it because it, uh -huh. I, got, I was appointed because I care about the people right what, and right. what was his answer to <laughs> i don't know if we can track this down his answer to you know, kind of the fun they did a couple fun questions towards the end and one of them was like hey what would your code name be with secret service his was like fatso i, I wanted him to say <laughs> i i thought of you jeffy oh i wanted because bad. you want to endear yourself to the audience yes. he should have just said fatso <laughs> Yes. That would have been awesome. Instead, he goes uh, something like "fatso on the move," right? Fatso on the move, yeah, or, or just I was hoping for I don't know birthday cake. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. funny, right? Yeah. And he said he, he looks at the camera like deep. He said something like "heart strong." Right? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> what? Shut up. Heart Trump was the strong. only one that handled that good, and Trump uh, nailed it again. Yes, he, did. he did a great job. What was it? Uh, humble. Humble. Uh, that was a humble. great. And great he did it up. I mean, he, it was a joke to him. It was oh, funny. It was yeah. good. Oh, so yeah. all, and most of the other ones were just bad. Oh, yeah. just and, cheesy and stupid. And I, I, let me call, I used my wife. I know. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, awful. The Rand, Rand Paul, I got to call him out too because he went last on that question mm -hmm. and he came up with like a paragraph and a half I know. for an answer. It was a one-word answer. I just say yes to. <laughs> Justice for all oh, that's time right. yeah, yeah. and people, <laughs> and every place and time from now through eternity. Uh, uh, all right. Just say no to justice for all time is on the move, and all, all eternity and places beyond. He's coming. Never mind. He, he's the, already the guy, there. The president's here. Okay. He's already. Oh God. He, oh no. He's already been taken down. Uh, oops. I was trying to call you, but I couldn't get the name out. <laughs> so they're just gonna have to come up with some kind of a uh, short. S N J Y L T Q N A E R T is on the way. Uh, so we play a couple of these uh, clips real quick here before uh, we go to break. This is, I guess they've been uh, they've been doing vines of Trump's faces because he made a lot of bizarre ones. Can you oh, see yeah. the Trump vine? Do I haven't have that? seen this yet. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this, this is, is good. Uh, all right. Hothead with his finger on the nuclear codes. You as well have raised, he would have wanted, quote, such a hothead with his finger on the nuclear codes. What? You as well have raised. <laughs> That's a solid facial expression. That first one looks like Jeffy. Jeffy does that all the time. Mm, yeah. Watch this. Uh, can you go back to the yeah. very beginning? His, I mean, here, here he comes. That's a tip. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> That's a Jeffy that is face a Jeffy right face. there. Yeah. Am I right? That's a Jeffy face. <laughs> uh, when you're, like, denying that you use drugs and stuff. That's the face you use. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you that, see that one. That's Thank it. you. That's uh, it. Um, should we do, I guess maybe the yeah. big moment uh, I saw, because Carly Fiorita had a lot of great ones, and we, th we have two of them here. Here's kind of the, the internal back and forth politics one, but maybe not the most important one. This is when uh, she, she was asked about Donald Trump's comments about her appearance. Watch. Donald Trump said the following about you, quote, look at that face. Would anyone vote for that? Can you imagine that, the face of our next president? Sure, totally Mr. Trump later said he was talking about your persona, not your appearance. Stupid. Please yes. feel free to respond what you think about his persona. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, it's interesting to me, Mr. Trump said that he heard Mr. Bush very clearly and what Mr. Bush said. I think women all over this country heard very clearly what Mr. Trump said. Boom. Booyah! And then Checkmate. Here's his out. Uh, oh, by the way. Ooh. Here it comes. We shouldn't. I think she's got a beautiful face, and I think she's a beautiful woman. Uh, All right. she should, he's so disingenuous and so stupid. There, yeah, he should have just taken his lumps and moved on because she eviscerated him right there. And yep. then she and think she's a beautiful woman. Then why did you say what you said in the first place? Right, because he was lying yeah. uh, that time. Uh, and, and by the way, we should also point out that this is the Jeb thing happened. The question before this. So she I, like she didn't have that. No. She didn't know it was coming in this order, obviously. She, she just took the previous question where he was calling out Jeb and for, for something that he said he misstated. He said, uh, you know, $500 million is too much for women's health. And what he meant mm -hmm. was $500 million was not for Planned Parenthood. He corrected himself, and Trump wouldn't give him that. Now, Trump, right. the ultimate guy who's constantly needing to correct himself mm -hmm. and clarify what he said, won't give Jeb Bush that point. Uh, and he goes hardcore on him on that. I heard you say it. It's exactly what you said. The next question is what you just saw. And she reacts great to it. In, in addition to that, uh, Tapper throws in the part about uh, the persona, which she doesn't necessarily know is coming. And she still works that in as well. I mean, it is a really, yep. really good response and just mm -hmm. destroys him. I mean, he looks terrible. And his response was awful. You just got to. Just sit back and let him go to commercial and yeah. just hope it's over. I would like to hear from Trump supporters uh, about last night and his performance. Uh, what did you think of it? Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Can we give this a Planned Parenthood one? Because I think yeah. this is maybe the most important moment. Because everyone was right on Planned Parenthood up there. Even Trump, who has gone mm -hmm. back and forth a little bit, they all they're all saying they don't want Planned Parenthood to well, get any money. Just this week, he finally said, right. no, no money for Planned Parenthood. So this but, week. Look at the way she... But he she, never changes. No, never changes, never backs First of down. all, he said, look at that face. Can you imagine that face, that face being president? Then he says she's absolutely beautiful. Right. Then he That's says... That's the most clear back down of the all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then he says, Planned Parenthood, oh, they do a lot of good things. I wouldn't take their money away from them. Now he says, no, no, they don't, they're, I'm going to defend But he never changes. But he never changes. He never changes. He never backs down. But so, so take it... They're all right on this. They all... Finally. But yeah. look at how, how what a good job Carly does here in actually really communicating. Communicating the point. Watch. As regards Planned Parenthood, anyone who has watched this videotape, I dare Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama to watch these tapes. Watch a fully formed fetus on the table, its heart beating, its legs kicking. While someone says we have to keep it alive to harvest its brain. This is about the character of our nation. And if we will not stand up and force President Obama to veto this bill, shame on us. Mm. That's great. That is fantastic. It's powerful, man. Yeah. Really powerful. The only mistake she makes there is calling it a fully formed fetus when it's a fully formed baby. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you know, it's in the heat of the moment. It's hard. And she, she did a great job. Yeah, and, you know, she doesn't have... Uh, like the, there's certain qualities of uh, of the female politicians that we've uh, been watching lately as conservative hopes, 
that are, you know, they just, they don't come off right on television or right. there's some quality of the voice, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously guys, plenty of guys have that too. It's certainly not uh, specific to females, but she, she is, she has the mastery of that. She's, she yeah, knows she what she's doing. She can yeah. control the intensity well. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get screamy. Right. She doesn't get, she's not, she, she doesn't come off as unserious as some do. Right. That's, I mean, it's a, it's a really, she, she when Hillary goes candidate. into that mode, it's, yeah. And we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration! Right. She's not well, you're never going to see Hillary get as emotional as she did and still be serious about the subject. Yeah. I mean, she was right there knowing how horrible, and horrific the video was. held it together, was. too. Yes, that's Which what I mean. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up. You know, it doesn't take much to affect the com comfortable way in which we all live. Uh, a little bit of unpredictable weather can easily cut you off from access from your, to your electricity uh, for a few hours or a day or a couple of days. And w when it happens for a longer period of time, like a day or two or three, um, it's really nice to have this. And you can give your family the peace of mind that uh, comes with this by taking control of your energy right now. And then you'll rest easy when something inevitably happens. Get a solar generator from Solutions from Science. Their solar generators run really quietly. They don't produce a bunch of fumes that are going to choke you uh, out of your house. And they produce an endless supply of electricity from the sun. Nice. They'll run your sump pumps. They'll run your shortwave radios, your computers, refrigerator. So use my blow Why are you looking at me when you say so refrigerator? I was thinking about my blow dryer. Were, <laughs> were you thinking of your blow dryer? No, so I mean, you not the refrigerator. Blow dry the three or four hairs that are still no, on like top to, of your I head. I like to keep them fluffed. Yeah, okay. It will run your blow dryer. Okay, good. Yeah, so this is a great thing for you, too. <laughs> Go to batoffgrid.com right now, uh, and you'll find out everything you need to know about it. Uh, plus, if you use the promo code PAT when you order, you get half price. It's an amazing deal. Go to patoffgrid.com right now. Find out about this great generator. You looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Late seven two seven back. Pat Stewart, welcome. Uh, big debate last night. We we're kind of debating the debate, kicking it around a little bit. Wanted to hear from uh, some Donald Trump supporters and get your thoughts on um, you know how it went for for your guy last night because I thought he was atrocious. No, I'll just say it. Okay, thought he was horrible. He's actually in I some ways like a sixth grader or less. worse than last time. Like where last time he was. I, a little funnier, um, yeah. And I thought he was bad last time. Mm -hmm. So what do I know? But uh, he, he he was worse this time. And to be fair, what is he? Sixty-seven, sixty-nine years old at a three-hour debate in the obvious heat because every candidate was sweating. Which yeah. is like, guys, I, I, Reagan uh, Library, I love you, but can you get a, a little cool so these guys aren't sweating on television? Mm -hmm. I, mean, I know. I, I, I'm looking to buy maybe the Chris Christie shirts because I was looking for the sweat ring. 
Mm-hmm. On, on the fat guy shirt, and there wasn't one, so I got to mm. get those. Yeah, he was one of the only guys that didn't see I sweat know. somehow. But like, Mar- poor Marco Rubio was sweating like crazy. You know, you could see it on Trump's head, and I mean, Walker. it seemed like well, on Walker as well. It seemed like maybe over time they they jacked the air conditioning up a little bit, uh, but it, so it wasn't quite as bad towards the end. But I mean, I, the one thing positive thing I will say for Trump is sixty nine year old guy, three hour debate in the heat. His face was flush at times, but he kept yeah. his energy up throughout. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a, not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. And he even complimented Jeb on his energy at the beginning. Was, so yeah. It's great, too. Oh, Funny. a little bit more energy tonight. Yeah. Good, good for you. <laughs> uh, jo- Joyce in Washington. Hi, you're on the Patents Stew Show. Hello. Hi. Well, I just had a question with regard to Donald Trump, okay. and that is he's always bragging about the fact how rich he is, no special, special interest groups can buy him. Mm-hmm. My question is, since when was the presidency of the United States of America up for sale? Yeah, I mean, I think, it, he seems to be making the argument that it is, uh, but I, you know, I've always kind of found that to be a BS argument. I mean, my feeling is, uh, to me, it's better. Maybe some special interest groups are involved here, mm-hmm. but... Regular people are donating. Regular people are deciding who they would like to support for president. But with Trump, he just says, well, I'll buy the presidency. And no one calls him on it. I know. Mm. That's that's a good point, Joyce. I I appreciate the call. I I think, you know, there's so many things wrong with Trump and what he is saying that it's hard to get to them all. And so I'm glad she touched on that one because uh, it's interesting what he's trying to do now. He's trying to make everybody who's accepted any money from anybody, seem like they're on the take now. Yeah, which is kind of funny because... And because he's funding his own campaign right now. But, okay, so then you're saying that only billionaires should ever be able to run for president? So silly. Is, is that what we're supposed to draw from that? Because Jeb Bush has plenty of money. I don't know if anyone knows that. Yeah, he's he not does. a Not a, yes, not a poor guy. Um, in fact, a lot of these guys... Uh, in fact, I don't know if any of them... They're all successful I mean, guys. Carly Fiorina was the Girls. CEO of Hewlett-Packard. Right. She's not poor. Yeah. I mean, one of the attacks on her is she took too much money as she left, even though the company didn't do so great. Uh, even though, you know, she certainly would disagree with that analysis, but that's one of the attack lines on that. Um, it's funny because... What'd she get when she left? They, they, I saw something of a couple... She had, over her time there, made a couple hundred million dollars. She's a couple a, hundred million? She's a CEO of HP. Wow. That's I mean, a lot of money, though. It's a lot of money. At some point, you make how, too much money. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, she's probably making, what, $40 million a year? If you're, H- know, you're the HP CEO, you're, yeah, you're probably making $40 million a year. A lot. I mean, whatever. Um, I, have, I, of course, have absolutely no problem with that. And, of course, mm-hmm. Donald Trump wouldn't either, no. considering, uh, you know, he makes plenty of money himself. Um, I, I was, it's interesting with Trump, and I, th- I, I think fundamentally maybe the most interesting thing about the Trump uh, situation is the point that she brought up, which is he, one of his points of why he is running, why you should vote for Donald Trump, is he has been a prominent member of the awful political system that we all hate. And so his selling point is that he has been exploiting the thing that everyone hates his entire life for his own personal profit. Mm Mm-hmm. And now he's saying it's bad, and he's going to stop doing it, and everyone who is doing it is evil. Um, what is so fascinating about that is that it's his explanation of why this happened was, okay, I needed to get things done. 
But look, I'm a businessman. That's my job. I go out there. I try to get things done. Well, if he is really a conservative, getting people like Hillary Clinton and Rahm Emanuel and Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi elected is bad for the country. So he is not only telling you the system is evil. He is saying he himself has made his career on hurting the country for his own personal benefit. Hey, make me my president. Make me your president. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most incoherent pieces of nonsense I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's not my accusation. It's his explanation. He's saying it. Mm. He's telling you, I've hurt the country intentionally to buy more jets for myself. And by the way, that's the reason you should make me president. It's insanity. Like everything else in his campaign. Yes. The whole thing is insane. Jesse in Texas, you're on the Patton Stew Show. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. I thought the debates last night, I thought they were unfair to Ben Carson was the main thing that stood out to me. Is yeah. he's, he's second in the polling. You don't give him hardly any questions. You don't give him a chance to address anything. Yeah, he was, that was totally... second in polling. You're right. Uh, he was fourth in amount of time. So a little yeah, bit down. A little down. I, I will feel it did feel like he got. I wouldn't have predicted fourth. I would have put him in the middle of the pack, or I guess fourth kind of is with eleven people. But I would put him like sixth or seventh if I had to guess. It didn't feel like he had as much time. Um, he's an interesting guy, though. I mean, yeah, he didn't. He, you know, there's at so soft spoken. It's almost hurting him. I think. I don't know. I mean, I kind of. I I do like him. I you know I like him. He seems like a a, a guy who is likable, but yeah. I don't get the sense that he uh, has all these issues on the tip of his tongue. Well, how, what did you let feel let about me, it, Jeff? Can, yeah. can I jump in there? Uh -huh, Here, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not necessarily for Trump. I kind of like Ben Carson myself. Okay. The the reason that Trump is resonating with people has nothing to do with about being conservative or liberal or any of that. Mm -hmm. It's basically he's a bully, but he's a bully saying the things that most Americans want to hear. Yep. I know. You know, what, the media I mean, and all that kind of I stuff. I guess it's with, just that know, simple. But he's, I don't with, think he, I think it's, I think the first part is true. He's a bully and he's saying things. I don't know that he's saying well, things he's, that Americans want to hear. Some of it is. People, yes, well, illegal immigration, I, sure. I live in Houston. Let me tell you something. You drive mm -hmm. up and down I-45 and Pat, you used to be here on the... Yep. 740 or whatever, yep. you know, you drive up and down 45, you see nothing but Mexican flags all up and down <laughs> at all the um, car dealerships and all that kind of stuff. Right, but yeah. that's you, one issue. It's one thing yeah, he's but, saying but that people want to hear. A lot of people, especially but a lot of people are Texas, fed up on that. You are kidding me. Yeah, you're right. It's true. Appreciate and I, it. I, I grant you that on immigration. He's, he's, he's the most aggressive guy, yeah. at least outwardly. His yeah. policy isn't necessarily that, or at least hasn't been, but he's outwardly aggressive on that. And I get that. Yep. We, I, we did remind remind ourselves yesterday on this program that it was not Donald Trump that made illegal immigration the central part of his campaign. It was the media who did that. He used that as a throwaway line in his launch speech, and that caught on with the media, which he then adopted as the main part of his, uh, catch, uh, as, his campaign. He didn't come out with that as his only issue. He just has adopted that as his only issue because it's the one that's resonated most. We had mm -hmm. that poll yesterday. Ninety-two percent of people think it's a problem. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a it's an understandable thing for him to do. But like I, what I'm perplexed by, and I get these um, 
messages all the time on Facebook. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page and feel free to harass me about whatever you want. But people will call it. Well, you, what you don't understand about Trump is that it's not about him being conservative. It's not about him having these high great ideas. It's about him saying things and not backing down. Well, it's like, first that of all, freaking Germans said in World War Two <laughs> or prior to World War Two. Right. It's not about whether he's going to kill Jews. It's not about if he's insane. Yeah. He's saying the things. Right. First the of all, hell is that? First of all, we've uh, we've illustrated a zillion times what? he actually does the back down a that? lot. He, he backs down a lot. The a Fiorina lot. one is embarrassing. It's yeah. such a big uh, back down. But beyond that, who has the problem here? Do I have the problem for not understanding that you don't care about policy? Is that my problem? No. Is it me who is having a problem understanding things? I mean, or is it you that is prioritizing it's... the wrong things? Yeah. The point here, we all gather every day, not to jibber-jabber about personalities. We come here every day to talk about policy. These audiences are the audiences that actually give a crap about page 817 of Obamacare. It's not, we're not liberals here. Liberals can have these opinions. Liberals can say, you know what? I don't care what is, I don't care if he's a socialist. He's the first black president. Liberals do that, not us. And that's why it's frustrating. Right. We're supposed to be the people who actually give a crap about the substance. And so many people, approximately 25%, are saying, Mm. I don't care about that. Let Mm. me give you 9,000 other things I care about instead of what actually matters. And that's Mm. frustrating. It's amazing. Uh, let's go to Jane, who is in Chile right now. Yes, hey, I'm Jane. south of Santiago. I was singing the, the tune, I Feel the Earth Move Under My Feet, last night. Nice. So I actually mm. listened to the debate early this morning. And, um, so I, yeah, I yeah, find there was it, a big earthquake, um, oh, right? There was a big earthquake. Yes, in, it was. In, yeah. Over 8.3 or oh something my God. like that. Yeah, it was big. Wow. Are you so, okay? Mm, yeah, most of the damage was north in Santiago and west mm. of that oh, and further on now in tsunamis and things like that. Mm. So um, it was appropriate, I guess, for the evening of the debate. And I think a lot of things about Mr. Trump, and one is his speaking style, I think, is what really resonates with so many Americans because he speaks like the average Joe. Or worse um, than the average Joe. <laughs> <laughs> worse than the average Joe, but but truly, that is what it is. Yeah. And I think that it might really be possible that he could be a spoiler. He could really be a um, Democrat in Republican clothing. Yes, he and, could. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's very, promised. very possible. But I think that it's all going to backfire on whosever idea this is. And what he really has done is ignite interest in the process and bring a lot of folks who have been disaffected from the political process into the voting booth. I hope you're right. I hope I, I like your analysis. Mm. Uh, I think that's. I can't that's believe you're well so focused out. after yeah. what's gone on for the last day. It's amazing. It was like an 8.2, wasn't it, yeah. last night? I mean, that's a, that's amazing. Uh, do you live in Chile now, or are you just visiting? Yeah, I'm an expat. Well, I'm you know I'm I'm here now. I'm not here permanently. Mm. I lived in Ecuador, and if you've been keeping up with what's going on there, uh-huh. it's it's even more dangerous. It's volcanic wow. eruptions, wildfires, and El Nino is scheduled to hit in about two months. 
Wow. Well, if you uh, need a place to go, uh, I can tell you about Belize, and Jeffy will be more than happy to tell you about the <laughs> island he liberated, Grenada. Actually, guys, I came for the march in Birmingham. Oh, and wow. Wow, it, thank you. It really changed my life. I never knew such a beautiful place like that existed in the United States. I lived west of Minneapolis, mm. and um, that place has become like um, a Middle Eastern country now. So um, I'm glad that there's still a little bit of America left in America. That's well, I will awesome. say that there are, you know, Appreciate while it, thanks, Birmingham Jane. is beautiful, there are a number of places south of Minneapolis that are still pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And, and uh, Texas among them. Jeez, I, I, I want her uh, frequent fly, flyer, by the way. No doubt. She's, she's going to be a world some, traveler. Yeah, she's and all over the place. All right, more Patton Stewart is on the way. So, Jeffy, when you went to Grenada and, and, and liberated, conquered the island, uh, yes. after liberated. the, That's after a much the earthquake, word. you want me to start bringing up the other horrors of war? No. Oh, no. no. We're not doing it. Really? No. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven back. It's uh, Pat and Stu. Yeah, hey Jeffy too. Uh, what? I was just, uh, we're just finishing up the conversation from the book. Okay. All right. Uh, what was it that you said, though? I don't think we got to the uh, Carly Fiorina on Planned Parenthood, or did we? No, we did that. We, we got did to, do that. Uh, they have the Trump Rand thing that we could do. Um, Trump uh, okay. and Rand fought. They fight a lot. They fight yeah. in the media a lot. Don Rand came on like our the, program. Oof. He was he, he, nailing Trump on our show yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, it, uh, it's uh, they go back and forth a lot. They, you know. For, for the, you know, Rand Paul isn't always the greatest candidate in the world, although I thought he did a decent job last night. Um, but he is probably the most constitutional guy, with the possible exception of Ted Cruz. Those two yeah. guys really know the Constitution. And Trump is the least constitutional out of all of them. All He's of them, the including everything of all of them, Chris Christie loud. and Jeb Bush and all those people. Trump doesn't even think about it. Like, it's mm -hmm. not even part of the equation when no. he's thinking about these things. So it's no surprise that these guys battle. Here is their back and forth, uh, kind of right off the bat, uh, Donald Trump and Rand Paul. All of us will be revealed over time and under pressure. I look forward to a long race. You didn't answer my question. Would you feel comfortable with Donald Trump's finger on the nuclear codes? It's an issue no. that one of your fellow candidates has raised. That's not that. for me to answer. It is for the voters it. of this country to answer. And I have a lot of faith in the common sense and good judgment of the voters wow, of I the don't. United States of America. Mr. Trump? Well, well First of all, Rand Paul shouldn't even be on this stage. He's number 11. He's got 1% in the polls. The and how he got up here, anything. there's far too many people. Wow. Anyway, as far as temperament, and we all <laughs> wow. know, oh, as far as temperament, I think I have a great temperament. I built a phenomenal business phenomenal. with incredible, iconic incredible. assets. Uh, one of the really, Iconic. truly great real estate businesses. And I may be great. an entertainer because I've had tremendous success tremendous. with number one bestsellers all over the place, with The Apprentice and everything else I've done. But I will tell you this, what I am Except far and away greater than an entertainer is a businessman. Yeah. And that's Business. the kind of mindset this country needs to bring it back. And believe me, believe my him. temperament is very good, very, very, good. Calm, very calm. But we will be respected outside of this country. Okay, believe him. Believe because him. he said it. He said it. So yeah, believe he's, him. He's given us no evidence of any of it, but believe him. Trust him. Believe me. Trust me. I mean, we hear that. We, no. hear, we hear tremendous, terrific, incredible. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, what other adjectives does he throw out all the Number time? Number one. Number one. Biggest, best. Biggest, best. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, 
Seriously. <laughs> my son said to me, this guy is so immature, he can't be president. Yeah. Like, yeah, Your I son. know. He's 17. My 17-year-old <laughs> son is like, this guy's so immature, Dad. He can't be president. Like, I know. To please tell please tell the 25% of Republicans supporting him that. Please. Tell, tell me this is not the very beginning of the movie Idiocracy. This is how that movie happens. Yeah. It's like you're, it, it is, uh, and I, I, someone who was around here, I just actually just saw this, maybe Dana or somebody playing the Brondo commercial. Um, it's, it, was it Dana playing the Brondo commercial? We should play that because it's, it's it, you know, Brondo was the ridiculous energy drink that everyone used in the future in Idiocracy and, and people had, were so stupid mm-hmm. because of uh, how, you know, they've all bred and become idiots. Um, and they've come to that point where they can't even recognize that water's the thing you're supposed to put on plants to make them grow. People put Brondo, the energy drink, on plants to make them grow really fast. And it's like, that's Donald Trump. Donald Trump is mm-hmm. the president in that movie. He, would, he wouldn't need to change anything. He could walk right into that movie and just be president. And it's like, I, if we're going to go that way, we can go that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's, it's frustrating to watch us be part yeah. of it. I'm not surprised to. to see the left do it. I'm surprised to see the, the, right, the right do it. It's, uh, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, it's really seriously embarrassing. Mm. I, uh, for him to just, the question is about his character, about his persona, about his uh, temperament. Can he control, I mean, are you okay to be put in charge of the nuclear buttons? And he goes after Rand Paul. Well, first of all, right. let me say Rand Paul shouldn't even be here. Who the hell are you to say that? It's not your debate. Um, and, and then he, so he attacks Rand Paul, starts in on Rand Paul, uh, and it, it just, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I hope that people started to see it last night. I, it's my hope and my prayer that people started to see it last night. Cause I, I'm looking at this thing thinking there is no way you can like this guy. He is the most unlikable, arrogant, uh, immature buffoon I've ever seen run for president ever in my life from any party, anytime, anywhere. A- am I wrong on that? Is there, is there anybody who's been less qualified than Donald, Donald Trump who's ever run? Uh, I mean, less qualified. I mean, his resume is not the, his problem, right? It's just that... It, well, I don't know if it is or not. I mean, he's got four bankruptcies. Yeah, I mean, that's not good. I, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I mean, but just I mean, because I, you're good at certain businesses, you can run casinos and you can build buildings doesn't mean you can be president of the United States. Right. I mean, I'm not opposed to a guy with his general background being president, though. I mean, the idea that no, somebody... Mitt Romney. Right. Mitt Romney you know, is, is somewhat guy. in there. Yeah, yeah. Like a guy who's a, maybe, a, you know, in Romney's case, a hundred millionaire or a billionaire. Like, I, they're... That's not something I vilified. I know you don't either. Some of the people on the left would say you could, shouldn't have that person, and then they're going to elect Hillary Clinton. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is odd. Uh, but uh, I don't necessarily mind the resume. Um, I, I just, it's him. I mean, qualified mindset. I mean, qualified character wise. He's not qualified as he's not mature enough. No. He's not solid enough. He doesn't have the character, the principles. Right, like uh, Jack Welch is a Republican, isn't he? Um, a former, I think so. Uh, one of the yeah. biggest, greatest CEOs of all time. I think he's. Mm-hmm. A, I'm pretty sure he's a Republican. Anyway, like y- y- those guys you see on CNBC, they come out and they're polished and they they rattle off details and, they have facts and, and, and details. And, yeah. Like you could understand one of them, and I, yeah, I, I don't could. know anything about what Jack Welch thinks 
policy-wise. But if you had somebody who was conservative who had that background, that's great. Yeah. He's just not, he does, he's not conservative. His background is it's a slap-happy billionaire. It's, this, it's, it's, it's really more accurately a reality show star. Mm -hmm. That's who Donald Trump is. And like, you know, he, isn't it amazing? Think about this for a second. CNN just did a three-hour debate where almost every question went to Donald Trump, and they didn't ask him one question about him being a birther, for example. You think nope. that's coming up when he gets into the, in the, into the election? Better believe it. Of course it is. They're going to pester him with that stuff all the time. He's going to be doing nothing but talking about birth certificates mm -hmm. the entire campaign. They're letting these certain things they know they can hit him on, they're letting those things wait until afterwards. They didn't ask him lots of mm -hmm. tough questions. They asked him personality battles for fireworks. And I didn't think that they did as good a job, honestly, as Fox did. Nowhere no, near. No way. Well, I don't um, think so at all. Uh, you know, I, I think this this debate was kind of a was, mess. Yeah. And, it, and Jake Tapper's a great. Control. I like Jake uh, Tapper, but, but this I, I wasn't didn't think good. it worked. No, it they did a little bit too much of the back and forth, a little bit yep. too much of everyone trying to jump in. There's mm -hmm. too many people for that. Mm -hmm. And I understand what they were going for, and I'm glad that, like it wasn't boring. Uh, there was some interest to it, but it just and also, it was just too long. Yeah. Oh Three hours is a yeah. lot of time, man. Oh I was Especially yeah. after yeah. already watching a two-hour debate. I was like, oh, I wanted to blow my head off. It was like, are we, this is five hours we're it's watching here. It's a lot. Uh, and then the aftermath, the, the, the recap, I mean, I was, I, I was tired. And yeah. that's why I've been drinking Red Bulls all morning. More patent stew is on the way. So stock up on some more Red Bull. It's just a lot. A lot. I mean, we're going to keep you here until... 30, 12 tonight? Yeah, probably about 12. Yeah, about 12 o'clock. Let's hang up. Holy cow. 888-727-BACK. It's Pat and Stu. Hey, we got to get to this MSNBC clip because I, I think this is uh, some fun here. Apparently, uh, on uh, the morning uh, cup of postum with uh, Joe and and uh, Sydney or whoever they are, uh, <laughs> Sydney, yes, that's right. Sydney and Joe came to a conclusion. Sydney. <laughs> they they uh, they came to a conclusion that might interest you uh, over on MSNBC about Carly Fiorina. Compare Carly Fiorina's performance mm -hmm. last night. No notes, no nothing. With Hillary Clinton stammering mm -hmm. and stumbling through a basic attack on Donald Trump, there's no comparison. That's exactly what I was talking about. She was disciplined. She had a measured tone. She used. A, she always uses a vocal range that projects strength, yeah. warmth, and confidence without being to this or to that. She is pitch. Perfect. And on top wow. of it, she knows her material. She has very strong opinions. She knows how to fight, but she never fights so hard that it can be criticized as whatever, you know, what, what words people would use when it goes too shrill. She actually was, as you said, pitch perfect. That's some uh, interesting stuff from Sydney. Yes, there. it is. Sydney has, she had some uh, good things to say about Carly. I'm surprised she admitted that. Scary. And I, that does not. And it, I know. it leads me to believe that something's wrong with Carly Fiorina. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, but no. <laughs> she I, she is right though, and we just we made that point a little while ago. Sure. She is pitch perfect. She she backs down, or or her voice kind of softens before it gets shrill, which can happen with anybody, like mm -hmm. you said, not just women. Um, although we're comparing her right now to Hillary, and she is the very definition of shrill, and so. 
it's fascinating when you've got the juxtaposition of the two women in the race right now because Carly Fiorina is by far the better candidate. By ah, far. Again, I really do think that the Democrats watched that last night and scared the crap out of them. Outside, I mean, I think everyone, honestly, they think they, when you're, it's your side, you're confident, you're in the political circles. You probably think you can handle almost all these people. They're all just flat earthers and blah, 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 blah. You know what they're saying behind closed doors. But I think the two people they're actually afraid of are Fiorina and uh, Rubio. I think those two together mm -hmm. actually intimidate them. And uh, Fiorina, I think, has got to terrify them. I mean, you know, Donald Trump is not an easy guy to beat in that debate because he'll throw in those things. He did it to Bush. Well, uh, it's good to see, by the way, you, you got some energy tonight. Let me tell you about, you know, and he's able to do that that, that way and push people off. Couldn't do it to Fiorina. He was dominated by Carly Fiorina last he night. He was. Yeah, he was. He was embarrassed by her. If he has a single brain cell in his head, he'll never take her on again because he got his head handed he to did. him. He got his teeth kicked in. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More pet and stew is uh, inevitable. I mean, you know, it just it, it is. It is. We, we apologize though. This what it is. studio warming up our vocal cords a little bit pat does that every break <clears throat> every break he sings the entire I don't know about every but just about everybody every break it's important to have mm -hmm. pat. Mm -hmm. no one else triple eight seven two seven back uh why a ninth grader's arrest over a home-built clock has struck a chord with america really making a big deal out of this yeah big i mean this is a really big national story it happened right here in uh, irving texas and uh, uh this little uh this 14 year old Ahmed Mohammed just wanted to impress his teachers with a clock he made at uh -huh. home. Took uh -huh. him 20 minutes to do. What, what does that mean, Jeffy? Uh, what is the... Uh -huh. I'm just listening to you tell the story. Spoons. You make fun of me. He's the kid that made the clock. <laughs> yeah, he made a clock. Yeah, he made a clock. And he was, you know, he was excited about it. So made he brought clock. it to school to yeah. show his teacher. And there, uh -huh. I guess, is that a look at the clock right there? Try getting that through TSA. No, but he wasn't going through to. Okay, now that looks problematic, but that's not how it. That's not what it looked like when he brought it to school, is it? It looked like a suitcase bomb. Well, I'm kind of on the side of the teacher if that's what it looked like. Look at that, Stu. Is that 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 can't be the clock? That looks like a bomb. <laughs> okay, I was on the kid's side until just this second. Go back to that picture. That can't be the clock. You. That can't be a. That's. Come on now. That's. Yep. Of course that looks like a bomb. 
It does look like a bomb. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't care what, you know, if what. So he brings that to school. Look what I made in 20 minutes. You made a bomb? No, it's a clock. It looks like a bomb. <laughs> Kid says, well, I don't think it looks like a bomb. Well, it does, you little moron. Get out. <laughs> I think the what? issue here, I, I don't know, I could be wrong on this, but my sense of this story is the issue is not that they even thought it was a bomb. It's the idea that they actually went to the, to the extra step of arresting the kid. It's like it's one thing. Well, if they thought the thing was a bomb, he should be arrested. Right, but where is when there a process between? Hey, is that a bomb? And here are the cops. Like, what's what happens in between? I, uh, oh wait, well, wait. Okay, that's not a bomb. <laughs> he, <laughs> at some point, now we don't have, we have my, a picture, but don't you just look at that and see there's no explosives eventually? My initial understanding of the story was he showed a teacher earlier in the day, then he brought it to an English class teacher or something, and he showed the teacher, and the teacher said. Uh, that looks like a bomb. Uh, don't show that to anybody. I'm, in fact, I'm going to take it from you. And so she took it, and then she must have gone to somebody and then had him arrested. But that's the ridiculous part. Like, the taking it is is maybe a little oversensitive. Like, you know, cause, uh, we were just, they were just saying in my ear, like, well, remember, they've arrested people for t- Pop-Tarts. No, they suspend them or they kick them out of school for pop They don't arrest them for Pop-Tarts, do they? If you're like, I don't remember. Kids don't mm. get dragged into prison very often, mm-hmm. uh, and so the idea that you would do that—you go to you're bringing them to jail—is sort of the extra step. It's one thing to get to get it taken away; it's another thing for them to get suspended for it. Mm-hmm. The jail thing, or bringing them to an actual police department over this, is kind of—I feel like—where it's crossed that line. I don't know. Let's see the clock again. Let's take a look at a clock. <laughs> Thank you. I've seen a lot of clocks in my day. <laughs> a lot of clocks. We have a lot of clocks at my house. <laughs> right. That doesn't look like any of them. Now, you might be um, interested to note that a child built this. So right. it was not I, made for yes. mass consumption at, at home, and, you know, bed, bath, and beyond. You didn't buy it. It's He's Think showing his this. work, essentially. Think about this, though. You're a 14-year-old kid, 14-year-old Muslim kid. You build that. You think, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring this to school and show everybody. Nobody will think this is a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think, uh, you know, maybe I'll just... Not do that. I'll, I'll I'll take a picture of it. I'll put it on Facebook and I'll show my teacher on online. I, you don't bring that to school because it obviously looks like a bomb and you know it does. So don't try to tell me otherwise. And the other part about this is, let's just say, let's play out a really bad situation. This kid brings in this suitcase with all the wires hanging out of it, mm-hmm. and it is a bomb, and he blows up a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be like, what an idiot! How come they didn't see this suitcase with the wires sticking out right. of it and arrest him? They just let That's him right. walk in? We just let him walk That's in? Right. He said it was a clock? Does right. it look like a clock? <laughs> we all <laughs> had that conversation. Thank you! If it was a bomb. Thank you, so, yes. Yes, is it over? I mean, I think the, the insinuation <laughs> here is basically it's because he's muslim it, that like, is the, insi- the insinuation is any other normal kid that brought in a suitcase with a bunch of wires hanging out of it oh, would have been completely be fine, fine. they'd be fine and, and because he was muslim these idiots in texas arrested the kid i don't like, care I, if it's billy graham who brought in that clock yeah. i'm gonna have him arrested and it billy, was irving it was irving where they that. one of the headlines last <laughs> night was uh Irving has had problems with Muslim long before this. Yeah, because then they started playing Glenn's clips of uh, yeah. all the left. Left are, are highlighting that Glenn was doing the Irving um, thing with um, remember the Muslims, Sharia law, yeah, Sharia law thing. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, Irving, by the way, is also the most uh, diverse. diverse city in America. Perfectly diverse. Um, basically, a quarter of uh, the four major racial groups uh, in America. Um, each, and, each, and it's like. The, yeah, it's, so, again, more diverse than where the president lives, 
any place he's ever chosen to live, which is mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, we live here. Um, but uh, it's interesting to see that, like, I think it's that extra step. If you have, if a, if a Muslim or, or a Christian brings in a, 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 a suitcase with wires hanging out of it, with a clock in it, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, what the <laughs> hell is that? Mm -hmm. And they probably look at it and they open it up and, you know, look, it might blow up at that point, but they open it up and they look at it and they see no explosives and they talk to the kid and he's a good kid and he explains right. what happened and uh, they're like, okay, well, we can't really give this back to you uh, because, you know, I'm sorry, Get I know you here. didn't do anything, but like, you know... We're going we're gonna to put this away. That's not a story. The story is you actually bring him to the police department mm -hmm. or the police come and pick the kid up and bring him away in a squad car or however that happened. You know, it just seems excessive and it, it plays into that, that, well, they were just anti-Muslim. Yeah, and he's been suspended from school. And after you find out it's not a bomb. I, yeah, I, why is he suspended now? I don't know. I don't know. So what did the White House do? Oh, they did something so beautiful and inclusive. That they kept they, they said the school did the right thing for keeping no, the rest of the children no, safe. No, Jeffy, you silly guy. What they did was they said, cool clock, Ahmed. Want to bring it to the White House? We should inspire more kids like, uh, to you, like you to like science. It's what makes America great. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a Chris. So that's a Chris Christie-esque pander. It sure is. is. And I'd like so to see you sending sad. a private plane sure for him because he's not getting that through TSA. Yeah. And you know what would be fun? Mm -hmm. Would he have gotten it through the White House security yeah, had he brought not. it there first? No. Nope. No. And they definitely screw would've. you. Of course not. And a one hundred percent chance they uh. would have they would have arrested him there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so now Obama tries to look like the big, inclusive guy. Come bring it to oh, the God. White House. <laughs> now, I, look, I, 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 I don't I take want it. to be one of those people that goes out and does the risky things. like Because I, I like to like live in my little bubble and, and mm -hmm. never have, you know, what? I don't even want the sun to hit me, really. Um, but uh, I would what I don't a, want the Sunday. Yeah, I know that's a little bit too okay. crazy for me. But man, what a fun YouTube video <laughs> it would be for some conservative activist to take that clock in that suitcase and walk it through with a child uh, through the White House touring department and see what yeah. the hell happens. Because yeah. I guarantee what happens is that kid is on his face on the cement. As he's uh, as they take that thing away and blow it up in the parking lot, right. it's it's obvious it looks like a bomb. Yeah, uh, there's you know. no way Obama and and the uh, Secret Service is saying, "Hey, cool clock." Yeah, no. Go back to uh, can someone and I don't no. know, uh, can't remember which one it is. It's either airplane or airplane two, the sequel. Go back and pull out um, <laughs> a Sonny Bono on the plane with his bomb. Uh, it looks like that. It's basically for a prop for a movie in which you're supposed to believe it. It's a bomb. It basically looks just like that. Well, and they called it a hoax bomb. It does look like that. It does yeah. look like that. I mean, the clock in the photo that I saw with the story was not that. I mean, they, they used uh, an actual clock. Like, hey, this kid Could built a clock. clock. That wasn't the same clock. So we're sure. So I, I just, thought he just built a regular clock-looking thing. I saw that too. It looked like a clock. Yeah. And it, it just a normal clock, but right. it was like a little bit homemade. Right. And that's what he got arrested for. No, no this is a like suitcase with wires and a <laughs> countdown mechanism. Now, while it's a good science project, oh yeah, and it looks I, I, great. Sure. I'm, I'm proud of him. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's Some would call it a dry run. But you're others stupid would if you're right. Other, other would call it a science run. project. Sure. <laughs> I should have known when you were making a coherent there it point is. that was leading to something like that. <laughs> There's the dry run. But right I mean, then. Uh, to be, right then. To be honest about it, like, what you say there is, mm. oh, what a crazy misunderstanding 
Yeah. Um, you know, mm. wow, sorry. You know, um, uh, you know come well, back you to can school. understand why we got freaked out. But, yeah, obviously, come, come back, back in. And, by the way, great job. Yeah. Like, that is the proper response. I, I hope is. that they get there. At Me this too. point, they're being, of course, antagonized by the president of the United States. So I don't know right. now if they can do yeah. that. They're going to feel yeah. locked into their position. And I hope that's not the case. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, look, it's not. It's weird because I was with the kid every step of the way right until we flashed the photo. And then uh, that changed everything. Yeah, that, that, Did it for you as well? It looks like I, a bomb. Yeah, it looks like a bomb. There's no way around it. I thought the teacher was being ridiculous. Yeah. Thought, okay, what a hysterical teacher that is. <laughs> and then you see it. It's like, that's, no, that's not a clock. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. Okay, so we'll see what happens. We'll keep, keep an eye on this. But that's a, it's a big local story right here. And, and now, of course, it's a national story. And I, I think it's actually getting coverage all over the world right now. Because yeah, this poor 14-year-old Muslim is being roughed up by Irving police now. And kicked out of school. <laughs> it's amazing. If a Muslim extremist comes in and decapitates someone at work, remember that happened? Yeah. Didn't they did well, decapitate work, some workplace violence? That was workplace violence yeah. and was a story sure. for half a day. Yeah. Ahmed and his clock are going to the White House <laughs> like they won the freaking World Series. <laughs> what a world. Uh, yeah, what a world. Let's, can we at least be honest about it? That does look like a bomb. That Showed doesn't up, mean it is. Again. It doesn't mean it, right. they should be, you know... Uh, trampled doesn't mean he should be beaten in the back room or waterboarded. It right. just means that oh crap! Wow, that does actually look like a bomb. We really appreciate your hard work on this. It's a great idea, but it's probably not appropriate for school unless we know it's coming. Yeah. Just so you know, in the future, we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That, why can't yes. the world be that? I don't know. Thank you. I wish it could, because what it does mean is they were right to have initial concern. They were right to look into it. I don't know if they were right to arrest him because they found no, out obviously. No, yeah, you're with Stu. Let's it, get out of here. It wasn't uh, a, but we can't, with the zero tolerance policy, schools can't be reasonable. And now it's people sad. aren't reasonable either anymore. And so there's not reason on either side, and we can't work it out like uh, regular human beings anymore. I wish we could. Wouldn't it be nice? Like, uh, you know, in Houston, there was a, a story of this Korean girl. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it, the, uh... it is popular, the Sonny Bono thing from the <laughs> airplane. Is it Airplane 2? I think it is Airplane 2. Yeah, the sequel. Uh, there it is. I mean, you know, when he opens it up, uh, there's like, it. look, there's dynamite in there and you can see it. But there's wires and there's a little clock. I don't think it was digital. Mm. Uh, point is, though, that is the bomb. Yeah. The bomb. As you remember that. The bomb. The bomb. Did you say he has a bomb? No, I said he has a bomb. Um, that was the example one they used. And it's like mm. it was in a little suitcase just like that. But think about what that means. A, a stupid movie studio, when they want to make you think someone could smuggle a bomb through something, it looks exactly the same <laughs> as this kid's clock. <laughs> so I can yeah. understand their initial reaction there. Yeah. And there's no common sense. Um, I, but that's I, a, this is a bad job by the media, by the way. A really bad if this, job. If this is really the clock. You, and you I show I, the clock. You show the clock that's there. And then it, it adds a lot more gravity to the situation yeah because it's like okay that's not a ridiculous reaction for them to be suspicious because the way it's been painted in every media story that i've written and some of them with pictures of clocks Mm -hmm. has been this kid built a clock that looked like a clock he brought it in and because he was muslim they arrested him yep that's the entire story but But no no it was a clock that looked like a bomb yes it was a (laughs) clam or a buck I don't know which, but it looked like that. So there you go. Yeah, and we just don't, we don't, with the zero tolerance that happens all over the place, we had stories all the time. 
There was a story in uh, one of the Houston school districts a while ago when I was when I was uh, doing mornings in Houston that uh, this straight A student, she was like a 4.0 or higher grade average student. She was headed to be valedictorian of her class. She brought a Korean letter opener to show, I guess, her friends, or maybe she just wanted to use it at school. But, you know, it, it was a letter opener, and they confiscated it, and they didn't just suspend her. They kicked her out of school, mm. and she had to go to A school, alternative school, thereafter for the rest of the year because she brought this letter opener to school. Now, she'd never had any trouble. She didn't threaten anybody with it. It just happened to be sitting on her desk. She was going to put it away in her locker or something, but it was a weapon uh, uh, to them. Uh, To her, it was a letter opener. It wasn't a weapon. So after finding out it was a Korean letter opener, you couldn't noodle this out and be okay and just say, hey, Good idea not to bring that to school ever again. Here it is. Take it home. Or even, uh, you know? we're going to hold on to it. Your mom can come pick it up. Right. Even but that, no, they couldn't do, no. do it that way. Same with the kid who, who uh, was moving his parents or something, uh, or l- like a friend over the weekend, and he had a pickup truck. Right, in the, in the parking lot. In the parking lot. A yes. knife, a butter knife, yep. fell out of like the uh, silverware the drawer that he was yeah. moving. It was on the floorboard of his truck in the back seat of his truck. Not in the school, but on school grounds. Suspended. Kicked out of school because mm. he had a weapon on school grounds. Yeah. You can't noodle that out. That's really? A, that's what's so funny about this Ahmed story is that this is our story. This is a conservative story, right? It's not a liberal yeah. story. It's not an Obama story. This, mm-hmm. this zero tolerance stuff is all liberal nonsense. It's, it's not. It's not the the thing that's it, and it's yeah. been ours, I think, the whole time. Yes. You yes. know, the fact that they're trying to step in and make it a Muslim that's issue amazing. is yeah. frustrating. This is a conservative story. We're the ones telling these stories about people all across all America, and liberals are the one imposing them on people. Mm-hmm. But because this person happens to be Muslim, all of a sudden they co-opt the story, <laughs> yep. and then you see the picture, and it's not even a good story. It's not even a good example of it. It's not a butter knife. It's not a Korean letter opener. It's a bomb! It's a bomb! <laughs> it's a bomb! Without the explosive! Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too. This is coming up. It's a bomb. Okay. It's a bomb. Sponsor this half hour is uh, my Patriot Supply, right? Is that right, guys? My Patriot Supply? Anyone can confirm that? Anybody confirm? No, no one's, no one's talking about the show. my Patriot Crap. Supply. They have not. They have not. Uh, yes, and it's a perfect place to get a 72-hour emergency food supply uh, is? Uh, kit for uh, seventy for two ten dollars. If you have Muslims with clocks around you, you might need oh gosh, some emergency you food supply oh. as well. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Patriot Supply is uh, only bringing back this uh, price for a short time. Don't miss mm-hmm. out on it. It's ten bucks. I mean, you get ten bucks for each member of your family. A, you know, a family of four, Jeffy, would be how much money? Well, you take the 30, uh, 22, add, uh, get an eight here, and you got 30 cent. No, Jeffy, it's $40. But still, $10 a person is, is really good for three days of food. And if you call in the next 12 hours, they're going to include free shipping to your order. It's basic preparedness, a great first step, Pat. $10. Mm-hmm. I mean, get your foot in the door. And then, you know, if you decide that, hey, this is a really good idea, I want to do more of this, you can get a week's supply, you can get a month's supply, you can go six months or a year. 800-478-8061. Call them right now. My Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom and peace of mind. Hi, and welcome to Pat Stewart. Triple eight seven two seven back. We're going to get to some uh, Trump supporters. 
on the phone here in a second. But first, um, our f uh, phone guy, uh, Keith, just brought us this story. Oh, jeez. Uh, do it? I mean, it's Keith. Yeah, I know. I know. It is a little bit relevant, though, it seems. Oh, okay. In light of the Muslim kid who brought the bomb clock to the school. Bah? The bah? A North Texas student was punished recently for wearing an American flag T-shirt to school. An administrator at Seagoville uh, High determined the shirt violated the dress code. Boy was uh, w who was wearing the shirt was named uh, Jagger, 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 and he was facing uh, in-school suspension on his record. But his mom apparently knew more about the dress code than the educator. Um, he's passionate about ROTC, hopes to earn a scholarship. He wants to go into the military. He wants to help people, and any bad marks don't look good. Underneath that shirt, he was wearing an American flag shirt. Uh, when Jagger lifted his hoodie, he was sent to in-school suspension. Uh, they don't require uniforms, just that students wear solid colors. Yeah, wait, you have to wear, so like you have to wear, you couldn't wear plaid? We'd be naked like half the time. That's all, that's all we have. We are a pro-plaid environment. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are pro-plaid here, mm -hmm. uh, as you know, on the show. Uh, the only exceptions are made for school and college logos or shirts supporting the military. Well, does the flag not do that? flag kind of supports the military. Mm -hmm. It's an American flag shirt. Mm -hmm. How does that not Well, this, is, this goes back to our zero tolerance conversation because this story does get turned around with common sense. Yeah. Because the main principal talked about, uh, said, oh, hey, I was off campus on Monday when the incident happened. No. He doesn't have to be in suspension. Everything's fine. The assistant principal was unclear of the rules. It's all good. Sadly, one of the teachers killed the kid on the way to suspension. So <laughs> With a bomb that looked like a clock. Yeah. They was thought that, it was a clock. Yeah, this is another. It was unlike a, bomb. a clock that looked like so. a bomb, this is a bomb that looked like a clock, which is kind of a weird <laughs> yeah. twist. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> Strange. Okay. Uh, 888727 Beck, 888727 BECK. Let's go to Greg uh, right now in New York. You're on the Patents 2 show. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Good. You? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I want to talk about uh, you know, why is it Jeb Bush is right next to Trump still? He's fifth in the polls. Yeah. Uh, Cruz and Fury in it. Uh, they, they're third and fourth. They swap mm -hmm. back and forth. Mm -hmm. uh, why do I have to see Jeb Bush <laughs> every single time? I mean, this guy is a train wreck. He. He is a train wreck. Yeah, uh, you are correct. Um, I think the reason, your first question, why is he next to him, is because the way they formatted the polls was it was an average of nine polls. So it wasn't the most recent poll, which you're right, Bush has been lower the last couple polls. But a lot of the polls they actually used were before the first debate. So his poll showing is still pretty high. It's why Walker mm. was towards the middle as well, even though he's fallen off a little bit right. uh, since. Mm. So that is why he was that far towards the beginning. And yeah. by the way, he's still... It was still, the polling that they used. Yeah. He's still, by the way, the odds-on favorite at the casinos. Mm. Uh, Jeb, Jeb Bush is the favorite... Over, over Trump? Over Trump, over mm. everybody. Uh, at the casinos, if you want to you know, bet online or whatever, he's still the leader there. So it's not like this guy's fallen off in, in, in people's perceptions. A couple of reasons for that. Number one, uh, money. The guy's got raised uh, over $100 million in just a quarter. So people mm -hmm. believe he's got a big source of money there. And number two uh, is the endorsement primary. They call it the endorsement primary, which is basically, okay, yes, you can get people to make your polls go up and down, and that happens. 
But what tends to uh, correlate better with the actual results is who's getting the endorsements early. Mm -hmm. And Jeb Bush is winning the endorsement primary. He has more people in office that have uh, endorsed him than anybody else. And, you know, I don't think Trump has anybody in office who's endorsed him yet. Um, now, that doesn't mean you can't win um, without these endorsements. It's just the way it has worked in the past has been when you get out ahead of that, you know, Michelle Bachman raises to the top, but she doesn't ha rises to the top of the um, of the primary, but she doesn't have a lot of endorsements, so it doesn't hold. Mm -hmm. You need that structure, that endorsement uh, sort of establishment backing, to make you get through this long slog of a primary. At least that's the theory. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, yeah, Greg. It's really oh, oh, sorry. Oh, that was premature cut off elation. Oh, oh no, you did it. He had more. I didn't realize that. All mm -hmm. right, uh, Roger. In uh, is it? Are you in L.A. or Louisiana? Hey, hello. Hey. You're in Los Angeles or Louisiana? I've been in what? Where are you right now? Where do you live? I'm uh, right over by the Texas border. Okay, that I've been must, gone for three I'm guessing years that's not Los show. Angeles then. Okay. Oh, cool, man. Well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thank you. What can we do for you? I think y'all are, are underestimating Donald Trump. In a perfect world, mm -hmm. uh, Ted Cruz would be president, Mike Lee would be vice president. It's not a perfect world, but I think mm -hmm. I give Donald a little bit of credit. And check out Ben Carson and his relationship with Al Sharpton before y'all beef yeah. him up anymore, too. Love y'all. Right. Great show. Okay. Okay. Well, That's thank great. you. I thank mean, you. I, I uh, you know, Ben Carson, again, I think. He has Pat a relationship with Sharpton? I didn't know that. Um, no, I, I will say that Ben Carson I don't like him is my favorite person in the world right now just because mm -hmm. he's the guy that's close to Trump. However, you know, he's not one of my top guys. Pat went through a list of seven guys you thought you really could vote for, and mm -hmm. Carson was not on that list. No. Um, so I, Carson, I, while I like him personally, I think he's a, I mean, not, I don't know him personally, but I mean, I like him as a guy. Like, he, he yeah. strikes me as likable. I don't think he did a great job last night. I no. think he was better in the first debate, particularly at the, the second at half of the first end debate. End of the debate, yeah. Um, but he had a couple of good moments in there. Yeah, he's a, um, you know, I just don't, I, he's just not my guy, and I, I don't think he's going to win either, by the way. Um, I just want. I think once Trump falls behind in the polls, it's going to be over pretty quickly. Um, you know, well, we, do know, we do know that Donald Trump now has uh, Tom Brady. He does have Tom Brady. Uh, right? Is and that he true? Does have, and he does have Gary Busey, right? Oh well, if you got Busey, <laughs> Gary yeah. Busey. So. Wait, is, is, the, is the Brady thing true? <laughs> I've seen that online. Is that actually true? I, I, yeah. Well, he likes him a lot. He likes him. Yeah. But he didn't like endorse him. I heard the word endorse. I don't know if he endorsed okay. him, but he does like him, and he had the Trump hat in his locker. And, all that kind of stuff, but I guess Gary Busey has actually wow, endorsed. That's impressive. So, so that, if you've been waiting to hear Gary Busey's endorsement, it's over. It's Trump. So. Um, and I have. There been. you go. Um, there's t they, they talk about two types of candidates. Um, one being the sort of uh, fling, and one being the fractional. Uh, so the mm. fling is, you know, Herman Cain is a good example of the fling. You have a guy who comes up, he leads in the polls, people kind of look at him, and he crashes. You have that, or you have a fractional candidate. They talked about him as like Pat Buchanan. So Pat Buchanan has his moments where he rises in the polls, and then he kind of fades away, but he always has that sort of, Ron Paul's kind of this way, always has that, that those people are always there for him. He's, he, it's almost like a, he has a chunk of that electorate, and it's not going away, but he never actually can win because it, the, the chunk isn't big enough. So is Trump the fling candidate, or is Trump the fractional candidate? What would you say? I'm hoping he's fling. You think he's he's up and he's down and he's gone? Because mm -hmm. I don't feel like Trump is the type of guy that hangs around at three percent. No, no kidding. If he's if he realizes he's losing, he's out. 
Mm -hmm. um, so my belief is once he starts losing polls and he can no longer brag because 90% of his speeches is just him bragging about how he's in first place. Right. Once he can't do that all the time, he's down to 12%. He's down to 10%. He's down to 8%. Four candidates are above him for uh, you know three or four weeks. He's just going to bail. He's going to come up with some excuse. Mm -hmm. He's going to say, well, you know what? I just wanted people to talk about illegal immigration. That's, I didn't even want to be president. I, I, it's too much of a pay cut. I just want to go. I just wanted to get everybody talking. And now they're talking. I can go do my business. My yeah, business I, I, been, has been neglected. My family needs me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever the excuse is, but he's just going to bail. He's not a guy that's going to hang around like Ron Paul did at 2% right. the first time he ran. Can we address what Roger said, though, that in a perfect world, Ted Cruz would, you know, it kind of drives me out of my mind. Uh, it's a great point. <laughs> the primary is the time to make your world more perfect. Okay? This is not the time when you settle. You don't settle and say, well, in a perfect world, it would be... Why, why not make it a perfect world right now? Why not go for the guy who's best for the job? And that's obviously Ted Cruz to almost everybody who calls. We hear that a hundred times a week. Well, I really like Ted Cruz. He's the best guy in it. I don't disagree with him on anything, but... <laughs> but what? what about the guy I do disagree on everything with? What about him as president? He'd yeah. be good. Yeah. He's loud. Right. Well, yeah, Ted Cruz is really good, and he's been a great senator, and I really like him, and it'd be great if he was president. He'd probably be the best one since Washington. But what? what? And there is no but. This is the primary where you say, I like Ted Cruz. I'm going to support Ted Cruz. I want him to be the nominee. And then you make that happen, and then maybe we make the world more perfect when the election comes around and actually elect him president and have a good president for a change. You know, Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, and to add to your frustration a little bit, if I could, <laughs> oh, if you don't oh. mind. If, I, I don't add mind. To your Go frustration? ahead, sure. Why not? At this point, you wouldn't even need a lot of people to come to that conclusion. You really wouldn't. You need to get, like, what, 20%? Yeah. You need one out of every yeah, five maybe. people to say, you know what, this mm -hmm. is legitimate. Is there something more to it? Let me just throw this out there. Is there something more to it in that it's not true? People say, well, I think Cruz is the best guy, but he's never going to win. Do they actually believe Cruz isn't the best guy, and they're using that as a way to either tell us because they know we like him, or uh, mm -hmm. in reality they just they do see problems with him, but uh, you know they're not sure what the problems are, so they just kind of you know use that as kind of a mm -hmm. uh, set that aside. I want my guy, and their guy actually is Trump, or the guy actually is Scott Walker, whoever whoever the other option is. Is it possible that people don't actually believe that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't get it, especially when a field like this, where you have 17 people. I mean, if Cruz was at 12 or 13% consistently, like consistently the third option uh, right now would be behind Cruz and Car uh, uh, Trump, but, you know, whatever. Mm. If he was at 12%, 15%, he didn't need to be winning right now. I think there would be a clear separation of, wow, let's take this guy seriously. Yeah. But he keeps yeah, muddling like, around there yeah. in fourth or fifth. But here's the thing, and this is kind of interesting. I just saw a poll on Fox today, and I, I don't know from whence it came. But it was uh, Trump at 30, Carson 20, number three, Ted Cruz at seven. Let's say, as we all believe, Trump and Cruz, I mean, Trump and Carson go away. Because they're going to. They, it has to happen or the world's over. So Trump goes away, his supporters have to go somewhere. Mm. A lot of those are going to go to Ted Cruz. And then eventually people are going to wake up to Ben Carson is a great guy, and I like him as a brain surgeon, and he's, he really did a good job on the conjoined twins. And that's really cool that we've got a conservative black guy who's running for president, but he's not the guy. Okay, so then those people are going to mm -hmm. go 
distribute themselves among a bunch, including Ted Cruz. Pretty soon, Ted Cruz is now at 18, 19, 20 percent. Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz is the guy at that point. I mean, he's third in line right now. Let's make it happen, please, by all that is holy. Make it happen. More Pat and Stu coming up. What about Jim Gilchrist, Moreland said? Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't even there. He didn't even make the mid Little League debate. No, he, no, he wasn't he even there. He no, they he actually didn't. kicked him out of the kiddie table debate. <laughs> wow, that hurts. Great headline, though. Trump locks up Gary Back. Uh, another transgender ra uh, restroom situation. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. uh, student uh, is, is apparently, uh, you know, gender. Uh, I don't know if he's even questioning. Uh, there's, a, there's a girl. <laughs> there's a situation. How about there's a situation. Let's just say there's just a situation. Okay. There's a situation where a, a former girl is now identifying as a boy. Am I right on that? I don't know. There, the person is. And there's that person right there. And this, this person is, I think, 14 and wants to go into the boys' bathroom. Now, the boys are like, um, that's a girl and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has girl parts, and I'm uncomfortable with that. Now, see, that doesn't, I guess it doesn't matter. The only person who matters in this is the transgendered person yep. or the person who's identifying as transgender who's really not transgender. Mm -hmm. You haven't switched your gender yet. Now, your identity and how you identify is, I can't, I can't deal with that. I don't know about that. What I do know is you have a girl part and you're going into a place with boy parts and they don't want you there. So why don't they matter at all? They don't, nobody gives a rat's anus about them. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, because to your point, uh, how you are identified is apparently a big deal. It's What's a your big identity, deal. right? Yeah. But it, it doesn't seem to matter how other people identify you. Identification is something that you do when you're trying to figure out who a person is, right? Like, you show identification mm -hmm. when someone says, oh, well, you're Bill Blegenson. Right. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. how that occurs. Mm -hmm. So other people are observing your identity and making decisions based on that identity, which would, would kind of lead you to believe that other people do matter in that process. It's yeah, not just what right. you say you are. It's what other people observe you as. And, uh, you know, the other, like they're observing you with parts that are associated with girls. Yeah. Now, I'm actually somewhat surprised in a weird way that, you know, you just feel like in. Like, I, it seems almost like boys would be more like, eh, whatever. But I guess it's an issue here. Yeah, and, well, because... I mean, they have the right if, to make it an issue. When I was a teenage boy, I, I don't think I would have wanted a girl walking in when I was going to yeah, the bathroom. I, 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 I would not, not have wanted that. More. Jeffy would. Jeffy, well, Jeffy I mean, you know. That's more. not the position. <laughs> I mean, I like girls. That's not the position I want to be no, in when not. I'm hanging out with the girls. Of course no. not. Also, what so... One of the worst places on earth is a male bathroom. Yes. I don't know if anyone knows that. <laughs> Uh, it's not a place you ever want to go. And it's surprising she wants to go in. <laughs> well, and what ticks me off, this but... is another example of just like the, the Missouri, where they had, a, uh, they had a, an alternative. Mm -hmm. But the alternative isn't good enough. 
They want the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, and they offered an alternative. So, they right, and a, they offered her, him, role. whatever you want to call it, the, the single stall yeah. in the unisex bathroom that's open to all students, right. which they already have. They already have a unisex bathroom Use open it. to all students. We're not, we're not discussing that. And that's mm -hmm. agonizing. Now, the, a 56-year-old uh, guy who, I guess, has a child in the school says, if they're not fixed like a man, they should not use the men's bathroom. <laughs> See, they're already, they're already past the unisex bathroom. Yeah. They already have that. Yeah, I, they, they I, won't I can't do believe it. it. Yeah. However, another shopper, Cheryl Walker, who's 71, says, I don't care what bathroom he uses, just don't go potty on the hallway floor. <laughs> it's uh, funny because really the so only... That's another point. <laughs> that's another point. <laughs> don't go potty on the hallway floor. <laughs> this is something actually we actually have in Jeffy's employee handbook. It's the only place yes. we print it. And we, we sometimes have Jeffy. to remind him and put a little thing on his uh, lapel. And Jeffy, sometimes we have don't a... go potty on the, the hallway floor. But I mean, that's a, you just said that that was only in mine. <laughs> I mean, it's in everyone's. It's not just you. We're not singling you out because okay. we think you're a risk. No, good golly. We, and, and by the way, all employees also get the squirt bottle when they start doing it. When you go tss, tss, tss. I mean, I've only seen the one you've given me. But. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's a, for all employees. Um, the interesting thing here is what's the solution to this, Pat? You can't have a bathroom for every, what is there, 53 sexual identities? You can't <laughs> right. have a bathroom for every one of them. Mm -hmm. So the actual answer to this is just they're going to eventually get to a point where they don't have men's and, uh, and women's bathroom. They just have a bunch of stalls or something, like the Ally McBeal situation. Well, they're going to have to, right? Since washes if the their hands at the same place. If the unisex bathroom they already have isn't good enough because there's a boys and a girls. Right. That's the thing. Like, the unisex is the only solution, right? right? The solution would be, okay, everyone could go into any bathroom. Room and we just have their private, you know, situations. But because because you have a men and women and they can't go into the one they want to go into, it's a big issue. Mm -hmm. So you have to basically remove. It's actually the the, the solution to this is actually less options. Instead of right. having three options, you need to have one option. Mm -hmm. So this person, this one person, doesn't feel bad. Yeah. You have to go from three yes. options right. to one option because a person doesn't feel bad. I mean, That's it's, insanity. It's madness. It sure is. You already have, like, I can understand at some level that if she, you know, uh, uh, wanted to be a he and, and said, that I, want, I, I feel uncomfortable in the girl's bathroom. Let's, I, I mean, look, I don't understand all of this. I'm not, you know, you don't have to understand it. But let's just say you want to accommodate someone who's making a request that's out of the ordinary. You could say, all right, well, we're going to give you a unisex bathroom. If, if it was an honest conversation, that's where it would end. But because it's not an honest conversation, right. it's about making a big deal. It's about getting yourself talked about. It's about uh, activism and all this other stuff. You know, it, it winds up being ridiculous. We're actually going to take options away to please someone. That's crazy time. Meanwhile, the kid, Gavin Grimm, says it's stigmatizing and discriminatory. Oh, my gosh. To make him go into the unisex bathroom? Why? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. And, and again, her feelings are the only ones that matter. Mm -hmm. Everybody else just can't you can't be uh, considered at all. If you're uncomfortable with a girl coming into the boys bathroom, you just accept it because that person identifies as a boy. So shut your mouth, suck it up. Don't worry about your privacy. That's a boy. Yep. Despite the fact that you're wrong, that he has a, a you know, hoo-ha. I, I can't I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. <laughs> it is the one taking over the many now in America. We are the absolute, we've never been a, uh, a, a democracy, a pure democracy, a straightforward majority rules. But what we have become instead is the opposite of that. 
We're now minority rule. We're now, in fact, not just minority, just a few people right. are ruling this well, they country. Found, I mean, they found out, right, over, over a period of time, and, mm -hmm. it's, and it's multiplied fast in the last few years, but yep. over a period of time that if I make enough noise, they're going to accommodate me. Boy, and they, they're working it. They sure they are. They are working it. More Pat and Stu coming up. Got an uh, interesting uh, update on the potential Joe Biden campaign. Oh, really? boy. In just a moment. Okay. What is it? It's uh, is that it? Joe Biden is uh, going Gonna to do actually go ahead and, and make a decision, a decision that's actually made. It seems like you're yeah, chewing you. for some reason. Mm. Okay. So we, uh, it's Halloween, uh, at least coming up in a little while, and we mm -hmm. have uh, all the fall Quite treats. a little while, but... <laughs> about six weeks? Yeah, about, about six weeks about out. That's right. about um, so, half, but that's yeah. about the time that the Halloween stuff starts hitting the uh, shelves, and yes, we have a bunch is. of the new fall options here. Uh, and, you know, the, the pumpkin stuff starts coming out. There's a lot of good stuff. But before we get to that, let me give you the uh, Biden update. Okay. Now, we, Pat, have uh, taken the Amtrak train from New York to Washington many times, New York mm -hmm. to Boston, all those places. In fact, there's a very famous uh, Glenn Beck uh, Amtrak story in which he had an interaction with uh, Barbara Walters and Whoopi oh, yeah. Goldberg. Oh, Remember right. that whole situation? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's weird when you do this because you will be on this train from New York to Washington in particular, and a lot of times you're on next to a politician, a person. I've, I've sat next to people who were working on campaigns and talking on their phone outwardly mm -hmm. about the campaign they're running and the details about it. And it's kind of fascinating. You feel like if you ride that train enough, eventually you're going to overhear something that is actually breaking news. We have that situation here with uh, National Review. They have a source, apparently, who is on a train sitting... Keep going with your stories. Dude. Go ahead. No, what are they doing? Just making sure that we have access oh, okay. to this when you're done. Uh, sitting, no, next, open that one. sitting next to or near uh, okay. the person who runs the draft Biden. Okay, so somebody campaign. is sitting on a train mm -hmm. next to or near yes. someone, someone who's with... <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't, don't try to make it seem all confusing. Okay. I, I will say National Review is printing this as a news story. All right. Okay, so mm -hmm. my guess is, and this is not National Review saying this, my guess is it's just somebody who works there or maybe the guy who wrote it. Mm -hmm. Because you're on that train all the time if you're working in political circles. Yeah. So you're sitting there, and here's the d description. Um, the guy... <laughs> the guy... The yeah. guy who runs. I'm just getting everything ready. Okay. Everything's ready. The guy who runs the draft guy who Biden runs the campaign. The draft Biden campaign is, is on, the, on train, the phone, on talking the phone. loud enough that it's hard for other people to work. So Holy he's talking cow. loudly, right? That's the description they so use. So maybe he wants it to be. So reported. maybe he wants it to yeah. be out. There. Oh, maybe. Um, no. But the other part of that is the guy who runs the draft Biden thing isn't <laughs> just some like fan of Biden. He was the finance director for Joe Biden's son. So okay. he has a close relationship to the family. Right. On the phone call, he said, "Quote." I am 100% that Joe is in. And also described how they have done test ads to try to convert Hillary supporters, and they've been very successful. So we don't know. We don't, I mean, I, I will say that National Review is not going to print this if it didn't happen. It surely happened, mm -hmm. but it could have been the sort of thing that they wanted this to get out 
it's not impossible that they did it intentionally knowing someone from National right. Review or another source was sitting there. So anyway, okay. Biden might be in. Here's our spoon okay. segment for today. Uh, and we've got uh, a bunch of peeps. A bunch um, of peeps. For Halloween, because yep. I was thinking, here, Jeffy, you might. Oh, just throw them in the box. Just throw them to Jeffy. Okay. Uh, so this is a chocolate mousse peep. Ooh, that sounds oh good. Oh, my gosh. That sounds good. Now, you can't eat these. Yeah, I don't eat this. Obviously, thing. marshmallows from animal tendon. Yes, did you know that? Did you know marshmallows are boiled animal I did. tendon? Boiled you guys animal did, tendon. I don't know that everyone does. Uh, yeah, that's not something I like. You like the, you like the chocolate mousse um, one? Not bad. Does it have a hot chocolate type taste? Yeah, kind of. Right. Yeah, not I mean, good. it's a, you know. Okay, we, we need one okay. bite per... Uh, item here. We've got a lot of items to go through. Okay, you don't need to stuff the whole thing in. Okay, you can stuff them all in your mouth later. It's okay. only a okay. four pack. Here, now these are what? Those are. Uh, we've got uh, another peep variety. Uh, looks like these are just regular marshmallow, but tombstone. Ooh. Okay. So regular marshmallow, but they regular. taste like a tombstone. Yeah. I've never. You like them? Eaten tombstone. That's just a normal. That's a yeah, normal, normal peep. Normal peep. Okay, normal yeah. peep. Jeffy, next one up is I mean, pumpkin spice peeps. Ready? Super on. sugar, man. Woo! Wow. There you go. Uh, okay, pumpkin spice. Yeah, the pumpkin spice is good. Is pretty good. Okay. Very pumpkin spicy. Try to rank these as you're going through them, which ones you like the most. That's probably number one. Uh, chocolate mousse, number two. Jeffy, you like that three. one? Pumpkin spice, pretty good. Okay, here's some yeah. caramel yeah. apple coming your way. Caramel apple? Caramel apple. Oh. Here, I got another one if you need. Oh, I have to pick it up off the floor. Okay. Caramel apple seconds. should be good. That smells good. Oh. Mm. Oh. oh. They got to look... A layer. Oh, the actual oh, caramel. On layer the of actual caramel on the bottom. And you nice. got the same situation going here. Uh, if uh, I could show that to you, this is uh, candy corn, I believe. Is oh, that the next man. one? Oh, these are nice. Me sick already. Candy corn. I mean, it's a lot of sugar. Pure, sort of. pure sugar. It is. What's on the bottom of this? That looks like uh, some more sugar. Oh, <laughs> more sugar. Do you like the candy corn ones, Jeffy? So sugar-coated sugar. The apple cinnamon, pretty good though. Okay, fa um, uh, favorites out of the peeps. You got all the peeps down now. What do you think? Wow. Favorite. Oh, okay. Candy. The caramel apple and this and candy corn, candy think, corn top ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about pumpkin spice? Third, That's third, up and then chocolate mousse fourth, mm -hmm. and then and the, the regular fifth. vanilla. Okay, here's another one. This is a candy corn marshmallow from Je uh, from Kraft. The uh, Jet Puff candy corn. Kind. Here you go, Jeffy. These are the ones I think you were already eating. Here, let me get them in your mouth. Can I get them in your mouth? Oh, oh very close. That was close. Oh, it's just, this is like a fun game, like with a giant. He Nice. nice. It's almost like you've done that before. All right, these you can actually <laughs> eat because yes. they're M&M's. M&M's. Uh, we start off with white uh, candy corn M&M's. Okay. Now, white candy corn is interesting. Ooh. Is that just racism? Why white candy corn? Yes, because yep. they hate other colored people. Mm. Or M&M's. Mm. Oh, because it's white chocolate. That's why. Mm. And then the other ones are just regular chocolate? No, they're all white chocolate Ooh. with a candy corn sort of... Uh, all right. right. Okay, here we go. Let's throw another one to Jeffy. Now, this is going to break wow. your teeth if you miss it, so don't. This is a lot. Oh, I'm going to say one more. That's a black garbage. Oh, no, best. Quite. Let me get okay. one. And then finally, we have... Um, a little too far. A little too far there. Too far. Um, we finally have... Um, this is a new one. I think candy corn was out last time, and it's, it's white... Uh, it, last time was white... The, the candy corn is white chocolate. This one's pumpkin spice latte. Flavored M&Ms. That's crazy. I've never heard of these before, have you? Uh, no, never heard of it. Mm. Uh, so this is probably first year they've ever done this. Pumpkin spice latte? Right. Mm. It's got a sort of a coffee-ish taste a little bit. I don't like that. Um, Ick. Yeah. 
That's yeah. not good. I don't. I don't like either of the M and M's. No, the, the white chocolate M and M's not bad. Yeah, I like the white chocolate ones. I'm not a coffee guy, so me I, neither. I, I mean, I know you definitely are. Jeffy, you drink yeah, coffee. I drink though, right? coffee, but I just you know I like black coffee. You like coffee, not the crazy yeah. lattes and the spice pumpkin okay. spice. Yeah, maybe a little French vanilla cappuccino once in a while. I'm good to go. All right. Well, Joe Biden, 100% in the race. Yep. We know that. According to a guy on a train. According to a guy on a train. Well, according to a guy who knows well, a guy who's on a train, on who heard a conversation, and somebody overheard Biden, told their mom, specifically their mom called their postal service guy.